Druids and cars go into festivals. They can chat about things. It's a druid podcast in cars. Sometimes the best parts of festivals are the discussions that surround them, reflections on what we did and heard, anticipation of what's to come, and processing what it all means in relation to our spiritual work. We wanted to help either introduce you to that phenomenon or extend it for you. That's what this is about. I'm Reverend Jana Vende. And I'm Reverend Michael J. Dangler. We're priests of Arnriach Fane and members of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. We're recording these sessions actually live in cars, actually going to festivals and events, so you will hear road noise, turn signals, and navigation prompts. But that's part of what makes it fun. So... Sit back and enjoy Druids in cars going to festivals. So today we're not Druids in cars. We are instead pedestrian Druids. (laughs) Druids on nature paths. Walking through a forest. Which is not far from the road, so you may hear some road noise anyway. Or random people riding their bikes or whatnot. But that's okay. Today we wanted to talk about prayer in times of fear, because we're recording this <laughs> on the 1st of June. Um, in the evening, our city is has a, uh, what do we call that thing? Curfew. A curfew, yes. <laughs> I was thinking quarantine, but we've been through well, that. We're, just, we're still kind of in quarantine. We are. It just but wasn't the right word. Now we get to add a curfew on top of that. We do. Uh, here in Columbus, it's been a little strange, to put it mildly. But strange times and difficult times call out to us for ways to connect, not only with ourselves and with those who are close to us, but also to the spirits. And it's not always easy. It is, in fact, really, really hard. It is. But I feel like we wear lots of hats as priests, but we've, like we've talked about before, that one of our jobs is when there are no words, it's our job to find them. It sure is. Um... And when you get scared, your verbal processing goes away. Yes. And so in times of fear, the words are a lot harder to find. Yes, they are. And it gets particularly difficult when other people depend on your words as well. It's a lot harder sometimes for me to find words um, because I know that people are going to see them and hear them. And not only that, but they expect them. Mm Mm-hmm. And that can make it very difficult sometimes. Especially when they're difficult topics and like, not only are you expected to speak, but you you know you're going to screw up for someone. Yes. (laughs) Someone's going to take issue with what you say. Um, And you just kind of have to own that in some ways, or at least accept it. Yeah. And sometimes... Do the best you can. Yeah. Sometimes it's offending the right people. Um, (laughs) I, I don't, I admit... Um, much mind if I offend racists. I don't much mind if I offend um, people who want to limit access to things. 
I'm very much a let's provide as much access as we possibly can sort of person. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the things that I do um, are eliminating that category of people that I'm worried about offending because, <laughs> well, I'm just not worried about offending a racist. Um, they're not going to listen to me anyway. But I have been now praying for how many days live on Facebook? Hang on, I'll know in a moment. Um, it has been... You started right when we started quarantine, didn't you? Um, right around maybe then? a little bit after. Um, I was looking for something to do, trying to figure out how to manage that. Um, because there were a lot of people who were hurting and a lot of people who weren't sure what to do. I mean, you were suddenly disconnected from everybody. And we have a lot of modern technology, but it doesn't make up for being in person sometimes. And it turns out that I'm now on day 64. 64 <laughs> days. Of this prayer thing <laughs> as of today, which is well over two months, um, praying live on Facebook every day, which means a new prayer every day. And I haven't repeated topics yet, which is the really <laughs> hard part because there are certain things that we all come back to over and over and over again. Reciprocity and inspiration and the fire and all of these kinds of polytheistic elements that belong in our, in our religion. But figuring out which one to pray on what day and then how not to repeat it, even though you had a really good idea for that that you really should have thought about in the first place, <laughs> failed to. So it's been, it's been an interesting struggle. To, to say the least, but I'm getting the stuff out there. Yeah. And you've had, you've been doing the long-term praying on a certain thing for a while. Um, how many days have you been doing Prayer of Hope? Oh. Uh, <laughs> or the, tending. The, the tending the flame of hope? Yes, that. <laughs> um, that's a really good question. That fortunately, my phone will also be able to answer because <laughs> I don't remember and I don't have an easy way. Um, but I mean, that came out of fear, right? It, it did. Um, it came out of the, the notion that um, it came out of the notion that shortly after the November 2016 election, a lot of my friends were scared. They were very scared, and with good reason, um, I tend to think. And that frightening aspect of this is what drove me to start praying. Because I wanted something that was visible, and it, it's, it was something that had to start, was really the key. I needed to start something. We are now at 1,228 days out of 1,461 for anyone who needs to know how far that's going to go, <laughs> hopefully. Um, and so building that has been, indeed, it has been a long-term prayer. And it's every day I come up with something new to say for, for hope. 
and I type a little one line something or other onto a picture and I light a candle every day and I post it. And it has, I suppose, been one long prayer. I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. But that makes sense. And there too, I'm also trying not to repeat. I'm sure that I've failed <laughs> many times because 1,200 prayers are bound to repeat somewhere. <laughs> You're bound to repeat somewhere. I think you do, you are more likely to pray out loud than I am, I think, because I, I don't know, I will, I'm more likely to write and internalize than I am to write and speak. Um, which is interesting because you see it because you're doing a bunch of live prayers. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm more likely to write them and, and still share them, but not in a spoken manner, which kind of keeps a layer of, I don't know, there's still a wall yeah. around it for me, which makes it feel safer. And it is safer. I mean, it, it's hard to, it's hard to figure out what is safe sometimes because there are people out there who will take offense at what you're saying and will not like it and will try and shut it down. And that is a complicated place to be in. But someone has to pray and people are looking for that. And whether it's perfect or not, and most of the time it is definitely not. <laughs> Something has to get out there because people need it. And most of the time when I'm doing it, I have no idea whether I'm doing it right. I mean, I feel like that all the time when I'm writing and sharing stuff. Is <laughs> it's, I send things out into the world when they are not perfect and I just accept that they are not perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I do as well. You can write and write and write and edit and edit and edit mm -hmm. and seek perfection, but you're just not going to find it. It's not something that happens, I don't think. I think you also see between the two of us the different ways that, um, that we pray. Like, we've already mentioned that you're more likely to go live and speak. Yeah. And I'm more likely to, to write and share. Mm -hmm. But when things are matters of emotion, like when we're talking prayers about fear and that kind of deep-seated emotion yeah. versus prayers of praise mm -hmm. um, is when I tend to turn to music. And so, like, I've done a lot more sharing of music than I ha have of prayer right. recently. And that has its own healing aspect. And music, as we know, after reading Kaiser Sarah's Book of Pagan Prayer, uh, music is its own form of prayer as well. When people ask for prayers, when they are searching for them, sometimes they don't even know that they're looking for them, I've noticed. 
they might post something about how they're going through a difficult time or they've lost a pet or they've done um, like they've done something they're not proud of and they're trying to figure out how to make it right again sometimes those sorts of things too i'll respond with prayer with i'm a lot of times likely to respond with prayer as well um partly because sometimes people when they say those kinds of things are getting a lot of advice and yeah. i don't want to be in the business of giving advice advice is an easy way to go wrong yes <laughs> and i feel like if you can give prayer either if you can demonstrate that you're praying for them that they can find clarity in what they need to do or something along those lines or giving them words that they can speak um, are both good options there yeah and sometimes i mean we've talked about this before but sometimes it's not a spoken prayer sometimes it's a candle Oftentimes it's Oftentimes a candle. Oftentimes it's a candle that's just lit <laughs> and then a picture taken and posted on their comment thread. Yeah, just a, I'm thinking of you. I'm praying for you right now. Yeah. And so it doesn't always have to be words. It can really just be, I'm sorry that you're experiencing that, or I'm sorry for your loss. And then... A picture of a candle and it does wonderful things it feels more concrete well it's an action and I think if we circle back around to this idea of fear and prayer and fear one of the ways like one of the things that happens when you get scared is you freeze you lose verbal ability mm -hmm. but the way you can get out of that is by negating that freeze and by making action. And so receiving that from someone else can be helpful, I think. It can. Because um, it, it removes that stagnation. It is something that is done for someone else that they may do the action themselves. And they don't have to, but they can. It gives someone a very concrete thing. Oh, I can go to my altar. Oh, I can kindle a flame. Oh, I can say these words. And you're and not offering that advice then. Right, but I, think, <laughs> but I think even if it's not, you're having the words for someone else. If it's not you saying, oh, you can go to your altar. You can say these words. You can be present. There's also the aspect of, I am doing these things right now to help you feel safe in a way that allows you to unfreeze. Mm -hmm. And I would not say that it absolves them from having to do the action, but I would say that doing the action on behalf of someone and saying, here's what I've done. Let me show you what I've done. Let me offer you a script. Let me light you a candle, those kinds of things. It gives them breathing room gives them space to then say, okay, an action has been done. That's, it's either one thing off my list or it's one thing that I can do. And they've got the option to do either of those. And I like it in the way that it's not, it's saying, I got you. Yes. And 
it's not telling them that you're going to pick them up and carry them, but you're going to help them stand up again. And sometimes, especially when the weight of the world is as heavy as it is these days, that's what people need. They need an extra hand to help them stand up again. And then they can get moving on their own. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, and there's more to come. We welcome your ideas and questions. If there's something that you'd like to hear us discuss in a future episode, please drop us a line at druidsincars at threecranes.org. If you would like to donate, you can do so at threecranes.org slash donate. Druids in Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org and more about druidry at adf.org. As always, keep circulating the tapes and let us pray with a good fire.